CarPro USA is on the air. This is the show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry had his own dealerships for decades and served two terms as chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, who's wrecked practically everything on wheels. If you see Jerry coming, get ready to wave. If you see Kevin coming, run. Here they are now on CarPro USA. Good to be with you today. This is CarPro USA. We're coming to you on the last weekend of the month of August. And that always means that the deals get better if you're looking for a new vehicle. And yes, it's even true when there's shortages of inventory like there are right now. Uh, the deals still get better. Dealers have numbers that they have to meet. Uh, manufacturers have numbers that they want to meet. And everybody pushes a little harder and the deals get a little bit better. If you got a trade-in right now, oh my goodness, don't miss this market. If you got a late model especially truck or SUV, but this week watching auction prices live as they came through, even cars right now are bringing a lot of money. And it all, here's what happened a week ago, Toyota found out that their production was getting cut 40% for September. So Toyota prices at the auction spiked overnight. I mean, they, they had been down a little bit from what the, from the height but then all of a sudden, they just blew up, especially uh, RAV4 and Highlander and Tundra and Tacoma. Then we also found out that Honda was was not going to have enough chips, and they cut their production, which sent Honda prices spiking this week. And so the market is just so good for used right now, and it's not going to last. It's going to correct itself, and when it does... What your vehicle's worth today versus when the correction comes, which could be in September. Um, we don't know when, but when it corrects, it's going to correct hard. And the newer the car, the bigger the fall. So if you got a car that's that's two or three years old right now, that's even coming up on a lease at the end of this year, you need to trade now and take advantage of this used car market. Because when it drops, it's going to drop. It could, it could cost you literally five thousand dollars or more to wait so let's not do that but every case is different that's why we have to talk if you want to talk to me the phone number is 800-926-7777 800-926-7777 and to make this even a little bit more entertaining uh, <laughs> we find out today that a company called way Huawei, Huawei. uh if you want to look it up, it's it's spelled H U A W E I, but I had a listener that got a hold of me and said it's pronounced Huawei. They have been approved to build microchips for automobiles, and they're going to build it's a Chinese company. They're going to build millions of them. That's gonna that's gonna help dramatically with new car inventories that are already built and just sitting there waiting on chips. Okay. So what happens when new cars suddenly flood the market almost overnight, then the used cars are going to drop, and they're going to drop hard, and they're going to drop fast, and you're going to miss out. So let's not do that. Let's talk 800-926-7777. Kevin McCarthy, my trusty sidekick, is with me as we speak. Hello, sir. How you doing? Uh, just uh, trying to keep up with current market conditions, and it ain't easy. Well, 
I'm trying to figure out, I know that the leasing companies are making it more difficult about what you can do with your car at the end of a lease as far as trading it for another brand or what, some, some of them are. Whatever. Some of them are. But your list in this week's newsletter of three-year-old lease cars to buy back and then sell for the highest profit, or I suppose you could trade them in if you got the, uh, the values that uh, I'm seeing that you listed as the market value. I mean, we're talking cars as generic as the Nissan Altima, the Chevy Malibu, the Hyundai Elantra, the, the Mazda 6, all are worth six or seven or $8,000 more than their residual value was when you leased it three years ago. Yeah. So can you use that money? Or are you going to get that much money if you decide to trade it in? Yeah, with most of the lease companies, if you trade it in on the same brand, if you've got a Subaru and you trade it in on a Subaru, you can you can pocket the equity, or if you sell it to a Subaru dealer, what they don't want to happen is you going out and selling it to CarMax or Carvana or GiveMeTheVin.com. They don't want you doing that. They want to keep them in their dealer's inventories because cars are so short. But if you buy it yourself and pay the taxes and get the new loan and all that kind of stuff, then you're free to do whatever you want with it, sure. right? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's yours. So if I've got a Dodge Charger on a lease, I pay the pay it off, pay the residual, and go through the process. I've got $12,000 in equity that I could probably... Yep. yep, that's correct. Wow. But you better move fast. Jim in Costa Mesa, California. Welcome, Jim. What can I do for you? Hi, Jerry. Long time, second time of the show. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I got a two-part question for you. Number one, I'm looking at uh, Lincoln Aviator and the Genesis uh, SUV. I think it's like GX80 or something like that. G GV, uh, GV80. Okay, yeah. And the second part would be, we've been talking about the used cars being worth so much, but if the new cars are up also, uh are you sacrificing one for the other, or how does that work? Okay, let's take that one first, because used car prices are up so much more than new car prices are. If you've got a nice trade-in, it has it has gone up. In a, it's, I can't put a number on it because every car is different, but I've, I've got cars that, that are up $10,000 over where they were the first of the year. And new cars haven't gone up near that much. In fact, new cars haven't gone up at all. But there's no incentives. We're used to seeing big rebates and that sort of thing uh, to offset, you know, the higher sticker prices. Well, those rebates are gone. But but rebates have only been averaging over the past few years around thirty five hundred dollars a car. So if your used car went up seven thousand dollars, do the math. Right. I mean, you're still going <laughs> to okay. end up. You're still going to end up right now much better than you would have if you had traded at last December, which is always a good month. Okay, great. Now, I like, I've got reviews up at CarPro USA on both those SUVs. 
I personally like the Aviator. I, I think the front seats in the Aviator uh, are the most comfortable I've ever sat in, and I do have some back problems. Uh, the GV80 was a great value, and it's got a great warranty. You couldn't go wrong with either one. I personally find the Lincoln to be more enjoyable, but that, that Hyundai's all, the Genesis, sorry, is awful nice. There's no right way to buy the wrong car. Get some help from CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, riding shotgun with Jerry Reynolds. One of the stories in the newsletter this week, uh, all about sharing the road with big rigs. Jerry's dad drove an 18-wheeler, no air conditioning, no CB radios, none of that stuff way, way back when. Did he give you any of these tips? Did he tell you about things that people in cars did that yeah, he did. That bothered him? He did. His big thing was if you follow too close to an 18-wheeler, you can't you can't see what the truck sees. In other words, if if he's fixing to have to brake hard, you're not going to know that until you're right until you're under uh, underneath the truck. Yeah. And they've got they've got things now to they've got those drop down metal bars now to keep you from actually driving under the truck. But still he he always told me keep keep where you can see the road ahead and don't get too close to a truck. Give them plenty of room. They they don't stop as fast. They don't maneuver as well as a car. Uh you can get yourself in a lot of trouble doing that and i that that kind of always stuck with me well what stuck with me was the first time i saw uh the bumper sticker on a big uh 18 wheeler and i was tailgating it said if you can't see my mirrors i can't see you yeah boy getting in their blind spot is dangerous business i dropped back Pretty quickly. Yes, I still I still flash my lights when one's passing me, which doesn't happen very often. But when it does, and they want to get over, I give them a I give them a headlight flash. Something they, my daddy taught me. Clear me. Yeah, yeah. You're in, and they always flash back. And let's talk to Rez in uh, Anthem Hills, California. Rez, welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. I had a question. Thank you. Thank you. I had a question. You know, I'm planning to buy a Ford Maverick hybrid engine. This is the first time I'm buying a Ford. I uh, I have always driven Toyotas and Lexus. So I was wondering, what do you think about that car? And uh, if you have some more information, I really like what I have read about it online. On the paper, I really like that car, but I have no idea. Since I'm switching from Toyota, I'm a little nervous. So I was wondering, what do you think about it? Thank you so much. You're welcome, sir. It's very difficult for me to comment on cars that I haven't actually had an opportunity to drive. And these things are just now starting to come in and and get to the dealers. Most of them were ordered uh, specifically for someone. Uh, so it's, Rez, I just can't say. And I, I, it's just a policy of mine that I don't. You know, I, I can tell you what information we've had in our free weekly newsletter. 
You can go to carprousa.com and in the search box, put Maverick, and you'll see everything we've had. But until I can drive one, it's just hard to say. I don't. I have no way of knowing how it's going to perform, if the fuel economy is going to be up to the standards that they say it's going to be. I have a good feeling about this Maverick. I will say that. And I have a good feeling overall about, you know, how Ford is now uh, stacking up with Toyota and Honda. Uh, will a Ford go as long as a Toyota will? Typically, no, but they're so much better than they used to be. I mean, if you if you got a if you got a Toyota Corolla or a Camry, it's probably going to go two hundred fifty thousand miles. If if you're looking at you know a Ford. It's probably a 200,000 miles. So it depends on how long you're going to keep it. But, you know, this Maverick is just, I mean, it fit a perfect need for people who didn't want a midsize truck, which are not midsize anymore. The midsize trucks are large trucks uh, now. So this is actually a compact truck that'll get good gas mileage. And I, I can tell you this, if it puts your mind at ease at all, um, Ford doesn't take any chances when it comes to trucks, no matter what size. They are very cautious, and they don't they won't bring one out unless they've done extensive testing. And I know there's still people out there who are afraid of first-year products. I'm not because of the testing that happens now. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. When a brand-new vehicle comes out, if it's not right, they'll delay it or do whatever they have to because of the Internet. They, a vehicle can absolutely get ruined in the first month if they put out a bad product and it just flies all over these chat forums and all over the internet and these so-called auto riders get a hold of the story and then they embellish it just to get headlines. It's a bad thing. They won't take that risk. I wouldn't worry about it. I do have good Ford dealers res at the website. Click on Find Your Car Pro. And uh, let's get you one on order. I think you'll be fine. Before you buy a car that doesn't really fit how you drive, call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. And we go to Edmond in Glendale, California. Hello, Edmond. Hello, gentlemen. Good morning. How you doing? Doing fine, sir. What can I help you with? Uh, Jerry, I uh, leased a Mercedes uh, SL450 two-door convertible. Uh, it's 2019. I leased it on, like, February 2020. So I have five months remaining, and end of lease purchase price is 58817 Right. I have only 6,000 miles on it. What do you think? Should I purchase this vehicle? Do you like it? I bought it for my wife. I don't like it. It's too small for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she loves it. That's, Does she like it? That's that's all that matters. But I actually, I'm, I, if I buy it, I want to buy it for resale purposes, actually. Well, um, the only way to know for sure, because when you buy it, you're going to have to pay sales tax on it, right? So that's going to cut into your profit. And the first thing to find out is, can you buy it? Because some of the lease companies right now are not allowing 
Uh, I've never, I've not seen anybody not allow the owner to buy a vehicle, but if you wanted to try to sell it uh, without buying it, that could be a problem. Uh, so talk to your right. lease company, whoever that is, and, and ask them, what's the current payoff on it? And then what if I sell it to a third party and see if the payoff is the same or if they add money to it, which they probably will. They're trying to discourage oh, people. Really? Yeah, they're, they're trying to discourage people from selling these cars these nice, clean cars to, to third-party dealers. They want to keep them on the Mercedes lots. Great, but I don't think that's fair. But we can't, I mean, that's the world we're living in right now. And then go put the information, once you find out what you'd have to pay for it, put the information into this website. Give me the vin.com slash carpro. Give me the vin.com slash carpro. They'll give you a bid. They're some of the best buyers around. They love cars like this. Uh, and see what they'll offer and then see if you can turn it for a profit. If not, then I would trade it in, pocket what equity there is there. But at least if you got the two numbers, Edmund, you'll know. Get get what it would cost to pay it off and get its current value. And it'll all come clear. Buy a car, not a lemon. Let Cherry Reynolds help you. Call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. This hour, CarPro USA is brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Go to progressive.com. I always look at what Jerry is driving in the parked in the car pro garage because he always gets here before I do. Early bird gets the worm, all that. Yes. And this week I go into the garage and I see the smallest vehicle that I've seen you driving in a long time. So small, I look at it and the first thought that comes to my mind is I'm going to tell it, joke with you and go, who made that? Hot Wheels? <laughs> no. No, Mercedes-Benz, as a matter of fact. Uh, I've had the A220 this week. It's their smallest car. Um, I've enjoyed it, to be honest, and I'm not really a small car person. But, you know, for the for the driver and the front seat passenger, this car is really comfortable. And the thing I love about it the most is it's a Mercedes-Benz. It's a real Benz. You can tell when you drive it, the way it handles, Um you know, but, but, you know, it's got a small back seat. It's got a small trunk, but hey, this car's getting 38 miles to the gallon out on the highway and it's got plenty of power. 42 grand on the, on the window sticker, uh, probably means right now you could buy it for under 40 and even with the shortages that are out there. And then later in the year, once we get past the chip shortage, hopefully, um, you know, when rebates come back. It may be even cheaper than that. And that's a good buy for what you get. Panoramic moonroof. Navigation system. Great camera system. Adaptive cruise control. I mean, it's a really nice, nice car. I have not minded driving in it at all this week. In fact, I've kind of enjoyed it. So, you know, if you put it in sport mode, this thing will get up and go, even though it's got a two-liter four-cylinder with a turbo. Uh, it'll it'll perform. It's a Mercedes, and and a lot of luxury car companies when they try to build a small car, 
They don't put the characteristics of the of all the other cars into the small cars. Mercedes did. Make no mistake, it is a Mercedes through and through. Uh, if you're looking for a small car, you know, under $40,000 for what this has, it's a really good buy. Let's talk to Karen, and she's calling from Pasadena, California. Hello, Karen. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm good, kiddo. What's up? Okay, so I have a 2003 Ford Explorer Limited. It's uh, got 147,000 miles on it. I want to replace it. I like the size of it. I um, have looked at cars. I sat in the new one. It was not comfortable. And so the SUV that I want to replace it with, I want it to have uh, the captain seats in the the two, uh, the second row with a bench in the back. But that I don't want to get kicked up to a larger SUV, but so I see some smaller ones can still do that. Yeah, some of the, they're, they're really mid-sized. Space. They're mid-sized. Yeah, yeah. My dad, my uh, husband's six foot four, so he doesn't like driving in my current Explorer because he says it's too tight for him. Yeah. So I don't know. If there's an SUV of mid-size that might work better, and I'm torn. I've never leased. We always buy. We own. Um, but the technology keeps changing so quickly. So does it make sense to hold cars for 10 years anymore? Yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. And they are changing quickly, and, they, and they're and they also getting better. And then when you lease, you know, you're, 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 you're enjoying a lower monthly payment. Typically, somebody that tells me they've got a car that they've had for 17 years, I say don't lease. But if you can... Mm-hmm. If you can accept getting on a cycle of leasing and getting the newest, latest, and greatest every three years, and you can mentally accept that you're never going to see the title to one of these leased cars, then it's, it's great. I love it. I love it because the mm-hmm. just what you said, the way cars change now uh, and, and, the, and the latest, greatest safety. I don't think, Karen, there'll be as much change in the future as we've seen in the last five years, uh, because we're we're further than that away from a true autonomous driving vehicle. We're mainly right now what we're going to see for the foreseeable future is different powertrains. We're going to see more electrics. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to see smaller engines with with turbos. So I can make the case either way for you. But here's a couple of vehicles to look at, and I can't. It's hard for me to address size issues i i can't i can't tell you what your husband's going to be comfortable in you just kind of got to get out there and try it uh the good news is if you're not in a huge hurry we got the la auto show coming up in november in fact i've got a story in next week's newsletter on how to get advanced tickets uh that's a great way to go let him sit inside all of them in one place and see what he likes what I mean, what you like is more important. Well, but I'm the one who drives it. He right. drives an excursion. Oh, oh my! Well, it's not going to be much that's going to compare with that. But I know it's it's a. You still want him to be comfortable. Diesel. You still yeah. want him to be comfortable when he's in there. So uh, we drive I, my car when we need to park. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I used to drive excursions myself. I remember how big they are. Look at the Mazda CX nine. Look. Oh. Look at the Toyota Highlander. Uh-huh. Look at the Chevy Traverse. And, and, and without getting into luxury brands, 
I think those are the three that are most likely going to fit both of you the best. And they're all great. And what about the luxury band? Uh, if you went, if you went luxury, well, you've got to go then to a Mercedes uh, GLE, which is a really nice vehicle. It's kind of it's larger than most midsize, but not as large as you know a Chevy Tahoe or a Suburban or any of that kind of stuff. So I would look at the Mercedes GLE. Lexus doesn't really have much in the midsize with the third row seat. The RX 350 comes, you can get it with a third row, but I'll be honest with you, it's worthless. And and I hate mm-hmm. saying that because I love Lexus, but the third row seat's so small. Unless you're just putting little kids back there, it's no good. Uh, yeah. it's, it's no good at all. And the other one I'd look at in the luxury lineup is the Lincoln Nautilus. Uh, I think it probably is one of the more comfortable SUVs I've ever been in, and I've had them all. Uh, yeah, it's really okay. nice. But all those will be at the show. Uh, you know, we're only talking a couple of months, and your vehicle, even at being a 2003, is real low miles for a 17-year-old vehicle. So the odds of you having something, something bad go wrong aren't slim and none. And... Frankly, you, you're not going to get the benefit of this used car market um, because of its age. It's not going to change one way or the other over the next six months as long as it runs and drives okay. So do that. Right. I've got good dealers at the website. And always let me know if I can help you. We're here every weekend at 800-926-7777. Kevin's mentioned the newsletter several times, but he didn't mention that it's free. Free and you know, it's uh, all you have to do is go to the website, carprousa.com. You'll see several places on different pages where it says, subscribe to the free newsletter. You just enter your email address. Do that now within the next couple of hours or so, and you'll get yesterday's newsletter in your inbox late this afternoon or at late latest early tomorrow morning. Buy a car you grow to hate, and you want to stick your head in the freezer. This time, call CarPro USA instead at 1 800 926 7777. So we have a Camaro as the classic car of the weekend on our Facebook page today. You can get there by clicking the Facebook logo, carprousa.com. Jerry, everybody I knew back in the muscle car era, we were, I was a Pontiac guy, Firebirds and GTOs. Then there were Chevy guys. Sure. That went with the, you know, the Camaros and, and the Chevelles. There were Ford guys that just went with the Mustangs. Then there were the Mopar guys. I know you ended up buying a Trans Am after watching Smokey and the Bandit. The first thing you did was go to a yeah, car. I had a couple before that, too, a couple of Trans Ams. Oh, so you were a Pontiac guy, too? Yeah. Oh, well, cool. I just, just liked the way they looked. Just wondered. And they certainly did run well. Yes, they did. Let's talk to Bob in Montgomery, Texas. Hello, Bob. Welcome. Hello, Jerry. Hi, buddy. Hey, uh, we've got a, we got a 2011... GMC Yukon XL, really good shape. It's got 186,000 
leather interior with entertainment center and all, all the bells and whistles, Texas edition. edition. And um, looking at two potential vehicles, um, I'm sort of leaning toward the forerunner. Um, my wife would really like to have another Yukon, but but not the XL, just the regular. Yeah. So I'm curious: is the is the used car market going to be good for us, or should we just hold on to this this bad boy and wait for the availability of new cars to get better? Um, I don't know which way to go. How many miles on your 2011? 186. You know, it's going to be worth more now than any other time. It's going to be worth more now, certainly, than it will be in the future. And all SUVs are up. Uh, it's Where we're seeing the huge increases is the two, three, four, five-year-old low-mileage ones. Yours isn't going to appreciate dramatically like some of those are. Um, so I, I don't think there's any urgency for you to do this. Um, and you know, I like the Forerunner, too. But have you driven one? No, we, uh, our son just had one on a rental when his car got hail damaged, but we haven't driven one yet. I know it's a little rougher ride than what we're looking at now. Right? It is. It, it's, it's a, it's a completely different ride drive dynamic. The quietness of the Yukon is going to be much better than the forerunner. Now, if you want something to go three or 400,000 miles, then forerunner is the right choice. But if you want something that's more comfortable and quieter inside and has more room, uh, it's going to be the Yukon. And I love the new Yukon. I love I love all the big GM SUVs that they're building right now. But there hasn't been any incentives on them because they've been selling like crazy, um, more so with the chip shortage. But even before that, they couldn't keep up with demand. They were running the assembly plant here in, in Arlington, Texas, uh, 24-7, seven, seven days a week and couldn't keep up. So you're not going to get a smoking deal on one, but I, th- I think your next move is to drive both and and make your decision based on that. And I got a feeling the wife's going to win this one. <laughs> well, it's a it's a 20000 It's about a $20,000 difference, too. Absolutely. Between the two. Uh, no, no doubt yeah. about it. But, you know, over... Ten years, that's two thousand a year. If you keep it that long, you know, if you're not going to be happy, that's a, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> I think you, I think you just sold my wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to. I'm just giving you the pros and cons. Look, I I have never seen anybody come out of one of these big GM SUVs and go into something that's got a ride like a Forerunner does. And be happy. And you could be the exception. But I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, well, it's my it's my wife's car, so she's going to have to be the one to be happy with it. Yeah, you know? or you're not going to be happy at <laughs> all. <laughs> not at all. You like your couch? <laughs> I've got great dealers. Bob, i got great dealers for GMCs there in the Houston area at the website. Get the right set of wheels for how you drive. Call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, and Jerry, I'm going to go way out on a limb right now. 
don't want to scare you, <laughs> but I'm going to guess that Holden Sikora at Smith South Plains Ford in the Lubbock area just might be related to your friend, Annette Sikora. Yes, uh, son and, and mother. Oh, well, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. No. Holden got a five-star rating this week from a listener who picked out an F-150 from a list of trucks that were coming into the dealership. And as luck would have it, the day his truck arrived was the day that Ford announced their 0% financing. Um, There weren't any add-ons, no market adjustments, or any of that stuff. Holden even came in on his day off to make sure the delivery and the paperwork were all handled in car pro priority pass fashion. And that's how he got another five-star rating from a car pro USA listener. Yeah. His mama taught him right. I promise you. In the Dallas Fort Worth area, our car pro specialist, Jerry Patterson at Freeman Toyota got a five-star rating this week from one of our listeners for the all caps, outstanding service he received while buying a new Corolla for under MSRP while an unnamed dealer in the area offered him the same car, but for $3,000 over the MSRP. Hmm. That made it kind of easy, didn't it? Very happy listener. Very easy five-star rating for Jerry Patterson at Freeman Toyota, and of course, both of those listeners went through our website for the initial contact. And that's important because remember, I'm not recommended dealerships, I'm recommended people. So if you don't go to the website, you're not going to know who my contact is. If you don't know who my contact is, you're not going to have the experience that we promise here at CarPro USA. It all starts at carprousa.com. Buying the right car, truck, or SUV is easy if you let CarPro USA help you. Call 1-800-926-7777.